Good morning, uh, everybody, and uh, welcome to another edition of uh, the Men's Mental Health Show. We've got a uh, pretty good show lined up for you today. Um, in absence of uh, uh, a guest that we were due to have on, um, who's uh, not too well, she's unfortunately picked up a bit of a tummy bug, so uh, I'd like to say um, uh, get well soon to Catherine Jean, uh, but I am joined today by a couple of pretty special gentlemen um, who I'll get to, of course. I've got my uh, right-hand man and, as I often say, my 2IC, uh, psychotherapist and uh, poet and uh, all-round top bloke and uh, terrific, uh, of course, badminton player, Thank Bo you, Bodie Marsden. Yes. Come in, Bodes. Well, I mean, you bring, in, bring me into to badminton. <laughs> Um, you know, what does that mean for me? Well, as a bloke, um, a chance to uh, be confident, assertive, aggressive, uh, competitive, um, and, um, and it's a game, you know, and it's a wonderful way of getting exercise and developing hand-to-eye coordination. Um, there's a great bunch of people that play badminton in the Blue Mountains regularly, every Sunday um, from nine o'clock onwards. And um, you know I've uh, been playing there for 20 years um, uh, in that in, in the aquatic centre, and met a whole number of people over that pe uh, period of time, and have encountered myself and all my frailty. Um, um, and um, um, I hear you had a career game as well on uh, on on Sunday, was it? You had a, a terrific game. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, trouble yeah, when you um, got home for. Yeah. Going it too hard? Or? Go, well, that's, you know, my, <laughs> uh, my wife was always saying to me, you know, you just watch yourself and pace yourself, you know. They have to <laughs> be the alpha male in that environment. And I say, yes, darling, uh, absolutely, you're absolutely right. And, you know, but uh, when I put the shoes on and I've got the racket in my hand, you know, there's this Machiavellian sort of energy that emerges um, and takes me over and I become the shrieking banshee um, at the expense of everybody else and myself. So... <laughs> Um, you know, we're talking about man box and male, male masculinity and the sort of persistence and of um, you know this phenomena of uh, of uh, surviving in a, in, a, in the world. Um, so I'm looking forward to the conversation, particularly with, with Chris here um, and Spillo, as we engage in this very interesting area of um, of, of human endeavour. Yeah. So today I'm good. Today I'm. Uh, um, uh, ready to explore uh, something of these issues and um, and with you know knowing that um, in, in in the gender gender stuff that this is hugely important work so yeah it, it, it is and and I'll I'll introduce our guest in in just a moment in fact he's got he's got a very famous radio name or am radio name um, uh, Chris Smith uh, but I'll introduce Chris. Actually, actually, come in now, Chris. Um, welcome, welcome to the to the show. We've, we've actually been looking forward to having you on. Claire's actually uh, been looking forward to it, and uh, I've only learned really more and more in the last couple of days, so to speak. Um, you know, I've had so much on and so many injuries and just a lack of sleep. Uh, but. Um, uh, Chris, uh, of course, is a uh, uh, community community development uh, coordinator at uh, the Belong Neighbourhood Centre, 
and a part of uh, a new group called Mountain Men Against Violence. Is that correct? That's right, isn't it? That's right. Thank you. And thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, absolutely. And Pleasure, you'll mate. see from my accent that it's not the, the Chris Smith that you're <laughs> <laughs> talking about. Um, but, yeah, and, and just on badminton, my only experience of badminton is I was at university and they had badminton clubs and they had different courts for, like, the court one. Court just, one just was... Um, yeah. was uh, for who were trying out for the badminton team. So yeah. I, I was like, oh, I'll, tr I'll try out. How hard can it be? <laughs> 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 I went there and I, I just get, kept getting the, the shuttlecock. Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. It was just getting hit at my face. And <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, way, I, no way of defending myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're really quite... Uh, they're, they're all lovely fellas down there at, um, uh, at the Aquatic Centre, as Bose mentioned. Um, and they have really, I think, if you could class it as three levels. Um, yeah. and, and they are quite, um, as I said, they're quite uh, accompanying. And, um, you know, I went down there, I think, a couple of months back to, to have a crack. Um, and, and, you know, I think uh, I've been out of action, I, I guess, for my hand-eye coordination, but I played cricket for many years and a bit of tennis here and there. But, uh, geez, I had a few air swings, mate, I've got to tell you, and you, and you feel like an absolute goose. But uh, you see these guys and they're just... I don't even know how they see it. And these guys are in their 70s. You've got to see Blue go. He's, um, who's, of course, Bo's a good mate and uh, he's another member of the show, um, uh, Bo, uh, Blue Phillips. Um, but he's, uh, he's an absolute champion, isn't he? You know, oh, the, two, the two of them, when they're going together, honestly, it's like two nine-year-olds in the backyard <laughs> where mum said, you know, boys, take this outside. Um, and, and I'm not kidding. If you want to see something, go down there, I guess, at 11 o'clock... Uh, on, uh, at the aquatic centre down there at Katoomba, and uh, if you take your, you don't even have to take your racket, just sit on the side and uh, watch the entertainment. Yeah, no, it is entertainment. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's yelling and there's, uh, there's bluster and, and, and all sorts of, uh, you know, ways of uh, jagging at the other uh, opponent. Um, you know, one of my favourite strategies with Blue, of course, is that. Um, as a redhead, you know, he can get a bit hot-blooded under the collar, so the more angry I get him, the more his game disintegrates. And so, you know, my strategy is always, oh, Blue, gee, I'm so sorry for you, man. You know, it's an... Um, so, yeah, well-tried well, uh, well sort of strategy on my part. But we've... Um, they're starting to play pickles um, down there to quite extent. A woman has brought pickles, which is a, an American game, and it uses a racket, but it's on the badminton court. Right. Um, and it's a, sort of a hard ball. It's not a tennis ball. Um, similar to a squash ball type so, thing, or small. Uh, no, or no, 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 it's the same size as a tennis ball, but, right. it's, um, but it's slightly harder. And the game is slower, so it's good, it's good for older people oh, right. who are wanting to come into right. some sort of physical activity. Might be so, good for me. But yeah, 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 absolutely. So she, yeah. Um, this, this, this woman who was a badminton player um, is, is wanting to give it a shot up, up in the mm. courts there. And, mm. you know, good honour. Um, you know, we need, we need to get more people active yeah, absolutely. And, and playing and that sort of stuff. Particularly with uh, the environment that we're, we've got at the moment. I think, you know, of course, COVID has sort of, uh, you know, kept people a lot indoors. But um, Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. You know. I play with uh, Philip uh, Koulos, who's a paediatrician up here in the mountains, and, of course, he keeps reminding me when I so get it's excited. It's a good Greek name. Good Greek name. Um, when I get excited that Bodhi is only a game, um, you know, no, but, but he's constantly going like this, you know, sort of, uh, <laughs> engaging my eyes and he says, you know, the target. And um, so we have this very friendly banter. Yeah. But, um, I mean, the benefits for me as a man um, prone to, um, 
you know, lots of energy, is it's a what marvelous release. Um, so yeah. uh, take it out in the court. You know, don't yeah. take it out on on um, on the other. The frustrations of existence. Get a good sweat up, and I tell you. It's the best drug when that endorphin hits um, and the adrenaline, um, you know, that uh, leaves me as high as a kite. Um, it's the best, uh, uh, you know, feeling. Yeah. Um, so I, I encourage all men who've got a lot of energy, a lot of testosterone, put, <laughs> push it out in the game, you know, uh, get, get involved in the court. Mm. Um, uh, um, and there's so many benefits. Jacinta, one of the women that we play with, um, she's just been a marvellous influence on the game. She's sort of... Um, Excuse me allows um, us every now and then to get a little overexcited, um, but she's a very good player, um, and, but she brings this lovely sort of gender balance, if you like, to the, uh, to, to the game and to yeah, the court. Right. So, um, I've met Jacinda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah she's yeah. lovely. Oh, she's the, I think the top. I, I think she gave me one of her rackets, actually. Okay, okay. Yeah. play with her. There we go. Yeah, and, and look, just on that, when we talk about um, exercise, I just want to uh, mention uh, quickly uh, uh, the success of last, I know I put up a couple of posts and, and the King put up some posts. Uh, the, uh, the walk and talk that was had on Sunday, uh, of course, the Chief, uh, Gary uh, Sims, who of course uh, Chris knows as well, that, that you've been working with or Gary's been working with you and, and, and whatnot uh, in, in developing what we're going to talk about today. Um, of course, he's got his dibs in everything. Um, Hasn't he? Hasn't he? Uh, yeah, the chief. He's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's um, yeah, he's right. Very well, very much involved in the community, which is great. And he's a, a terrific fellow, and his lovely wife Amanda. Um, so a big thanks to the chief and to to David for another terrific welcoming to country. And you know, you talk about uh, the endorphins, and you, I was saying the other day to Bodes that I. I'm so fortunate to have uh, so many terrific people as part of the team here, and, and hopefully, Chris, you'll be uh, a member of the team. We'd love to have you back, I'm sure, no doubt, after today, but um, so many passionate blokes, and it's just terrific. You know, I learn so much, and when you, when you hear and uh, feel, as I was saying, it's such a great word, I know, it's, a, it's only a small word, but when you feel passion, it's infectious, and uh, you know I, I just uh, I find that very much so with yourself, Bodes, with Blue, uh, uh, and with the King, of course, and with uh, the Chief as well. But uh, it was a terrific and a, and, a, and a big thanks to all those that attended. Uh, it was a good walk, of course. Uh, I came off uh, worse for wear with a, a an ankle and an Achilles uh, injury, but uh, you know it's meant to be uh, a nice, easy walk of wheelchair access. But of course, Spillo can't. Uh, he's made of glass. I am so. Um, Anyway, not to worry. Um, of course, the show's brought to... Uh, uh, we're sponsored, uh, thankfully, by a couple of good mates of mine, uh, Noel Pope and the Greater Lawson community. So I'd like to say a big thanks. And I uh, must get on to uh, my good friend Dale Hunt from uh, Mounties Group, uh, who get involved uh, in backing the show. So a big thank you to them. Um, thanks, guys. It's, uh, it's, it's terrific that we've got you here, Chris, because uh, just last week, actually, we were talking about... Um, uh, racism and, and that needing to belong and connect with the community um, and having the King, David King, um, who's a, an Indigenous Aboriginal elder in our community. And we're actually talking about calling out racism, if you like, um, if we see it in the community. We often talk about the fact that um, 
if you see somebody or a man or, or a, a lady or a, a child for that matter, uh, where you see uh, a difference in them, it, it, maybe that's in their attire, maybe that's just in their manner, that we really have an obligation nowadays uh, to, to speak up, uh, to, to ask if they are okay. Um, and I think we need to do that towards racism. And I think that we need to, obviously, it's not so much, I want to I go straight into it, actually. When we talk about domestic violence, that it's, we predominantly think that it's women that should be speaking up. Um, and, and Bodhi's brought this up a couple of times, that, that as men, we actually need to be speaking up, not against women so much, but speaking up about ourselves, about change, I talk about, uh, um, particularly for myself, I find um, that, uh, you know, I, I try to encourage men to be accountable uh, for their actions. It, it helps us into uh, becoming uh, better men, if you like. It certainly has with me. Tell me, uh, where did this come about? Whose idea was it? How long have you been doing it? Give me a little bit of an insight into it. Well, the, the Mountains Men Against Violence project is fairly new. Yes, sorry, I've got a, there might be an issue with that microphone, just a moment. That lead, just play around with the back of that, sorry. Beg your pardon, folks, come in, come in again for me there. Is that, is that any better? Yeah, uh, bring it closer to you, mate, it's, yeah, that, it's playing up. Okay, try that. that there we go, there okay. we go. I, I beg your pardon. I can hear myself now. Yeah, so okay. when you hear that little buzz, it's, well, I don't know why we haven't changed that lead. Maybe twist that around. Yeah, <laughs> turn, turn the mic around and then that lead, you won't have to hold it up. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, no, 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 it's like this. <laughs> Good on. Yeah, there you go, mate. So we've got, yeah, it's a, it's, I'll come over. You okay. chat and I'll fix it up. <laughs> okay, all right. Sorry, so I beg your pardon, folks. That's all right. So the, the, the Mountains Men Against Violence project is, is fairly new, um, but it's a continuation of work that's been done for a long time in the Blue Mountains um, by um, the Coalition Against Violence and Abuse, which, which I've recently become a part of, which is a conglomerate of, of organisations um, working for the um, end to violence and abuse. Um, and it involves the Blue Mountains Women's Health and Resource Centre um, and Belong Blue Mountains now and a, and a bunch of other um, organisations and, and well-meaning people in the community that um, are, are Kind of working against uh, violence. Mm -hmm. um, so the 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 what the way that I got involved, I joined that committee, and when I was there, um, there was a gentleman called uh, Michael Farrell Whelan who has done an enormous amount of work uh, on this issue, and he was heading up the White Ribbon campaign. Um, and then uh, the White Ribbon um, organisation in Australia uh, got into a little bit of uh, difficulty at last year, and I think it's starting to re-emerge again now. But um, but there was a gap for a little while in um, in men having a voice, like you say, in the in the area of domestic violence. And mm. um, so uh, I got together with a, a, a Colin Berryman from the council and Mick Barrett, my manager at Belong Blue Mountains, and we mm. said, oh, what, what what can we do? Um, in this space, what, what sort of thing do we want to do? Um, and it was very much wanting to give men 
an opportunity to become part of something mm. um, that was doing exactly what you say, speaking up. But that can be difficult if you're doing it on your own. And, and you know, it, it, yeah. if you're uh, racism, sexism, whatever, whatever the mm. ism is that you're working against, um, you, you, you're difficult to, it's difficult to do it on your own. So mm. we wanted to provide a kind of mutual support network and and to generate ideas about how men could um, take more responsibility for um, terrific yeah speaking it's up a, about it's a terrific incentive yeah, yeah. Um, you know uh, uh, as you say I think um, you know I, I particularly find for, for men I think we we tend to move better as groups or we we tend to merge better as two or more. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know. I, I, I just think that it, it's a, you know, w when we get together, I uh, I often share the story of, of myself, and I, I think uh, in the, in a couple of uh, the the uh, episodes of, of d domestic violence we've had, I've actually announced to the audience that, uh, you know, six seven years ago now, I was actually an offender of domestic violence through the breakup of my own marriage. Um, and for the listeners that don't or not aware, that through the breakdown of my own marriage, um, upon uh, some news, I, uh, I, I threw my wife's belongings in the pool. And it was, it, it was through, you know, obviously an act of, of anger and rage. And, and rightfully so, I had a, 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 what, what they call a, a domestic violence or an order, an, an apprehensive, an AVO yeah, yeah. put placed against me for for such thing, and I found that quite difficult, particularly over the first six months or so of that. In fact, I'll be, I'll be completely honest, it, probably for the first 18 months, and it wasn't until that I realised that that actually was, what I did was wrong, um, you know, and I it, 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 since have learned, with many things that I've done, it's taken me time, um, and, and time has been a great healer for me since the breakdown of my marriage and, and my suicide attempt back in 2014, subsequently about seven months afterwards. Uh, but, uh, you know, upon working upon that or calling myself out or coming to taking ownership of it, that I've actually become that, that person that I've wanted to be, you know, and, and you know, I started to, to love myself more. I, you know, my, my children started to wanting to be with their father. Um, yeah, I, I guess I guess one of the things that we don't often tell the story of, which I, I appreciate you saying that, because um, the the story that we don't tell is the benefit to men of accountability for their actions. You know, like w um, and and how that can inspire growth and change and 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 that sort of um, that sort of development. And um, yeah, I I, I I I I think that one can grow from situations where you're perhaps not at your best and everyone mm. has situations where you're not at your best and I think the language now is starting to I was one of the one of the women that is in the the coalition against violence and abuse group was saying that some of the language around um, violence is starting to change so that it's instead of perpetrator of domestic violence so you're labeled mm. with that forevermore um, it's more men who use violence so there, there's a there's a yes. use of violence as a tactic because it, there's something else that's underpinning it you know there's some some yeah. some feeling that's underpinning it so but that's quite empowering because if you it's, you can use violence yeah. and then not use violence and it's not about um, trying to avoid accountability it's actually using accountability to empower you to change absolutely the, yeah. it's a, and it's a terrific feeling feeling self-empowerment it's um it, it, you thrive on it you grow on it 
you move to the next level. You, um, you know, we talk about self-empowerment and, and how beneficial it is. Boats, what's it mean to you? What's, um, <coughs> what is, um, you know, I think um, that relationships are, are a complex reality um, and an interpersonal field and realm, and both men, if we're talking about heterosexual relationships, both men and women bring history. Um, and um, the marks left behind their respective family of origin sort of reality um, into, in, into a relationship. The, it, what's really important uh, is that we, that, that what this program is doing, or what any program needs to do, is to identify violence when it occurs mm. um, and um, in, uh, empower men to step away from that as a, as a form of control um, or as an expression of frustration in a relationship when challenges have emerged. So I think that um, I'm clear as a bell on the, the requirement for men to take responsibility for the use of violence or mm. the use of tactics that minimise the opportunity for further discussion or exploration of issues within the, within the relationship. Um, and um, a lot of my practice in, in terms of working with men um, is to examine and um, put brakes on the use of the violence in relationship um, so, that, um, so that we clean that area of, um, up. What I'm also doing, I guess, is working with men to um, to explore um, the hurts or the uh, the uh, the reality of them finding a voice in their relationship, um, so that they can then express different ideas that um, give an opportunity for both a man, man and woman in a in a conflictual situation to explore options, um, and um, and so there's some safety and there's an underlying respect towards each other, recognising that difference is an in inevitable part of any relationship. Mm. Done. Mm. Um, and, um, and sort of see, seeing if there's some possibility for taking steps um, forward to explore um, a, a conflict that exists in a relationship um, or recognising that something has become irreconcilable. I mean, one of the, uh, the tragedies, if you like, of, of violence, um, if it is expressed in the relationship, is it creates such a reality of unsafety that um, often women get to a place where they say, I can't do this. And a guy, I guess a guy, um, or guess, uh, um, the reality is a man has to come to terms um, with the impact of the use of violence on the relationship and the inevitable, inevitable breakdown. Mm. And that takes um, a big piece of work with a with a man to come to that place. Mm. So, uh, um, and we're talking, of course, verbal ab abuse as well as physical abuse. Sure, I mean, sure, you know, sure. uh, that's a that's a huge thing. I think, um, uh, you know, uh, particularly for me, I think, uh, you know, growing up, and it was it was almost systemic, I guess, through. You know, or it was throughout uh, my friends. You know, with it, through school. You know, we we often had that uh, corporal punishment. I think. Um, sure. You know, the man was. Uh, you know, the the king of the home, uh, the or the provider, um, and of course those things have changed a lot over the years. We we we're in absence, of course, of of Chief Inspector um, uh, Gary Sims, and he he came about with. Uh, you and, and, and Gary, I think you, you came together with this idea, or Gary comes to you with some, some ideas. What, what does Gary actually bring to the, to the discussion? 
Chris? Well, uh, Gary, I guess um, as, a, as a working policeman, he, um, he would see the impact. He came in very, <coughs> very much as part of the network to come from the perspective of seeing the impact of, of mm. violence um, mm. on the front line and, um, you know, with his colleagues and, and, and things like that. Um, and I think he's just generally attuned to the, 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 the issue. You know, like 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 a lot of a lot of the the men that we've picked up in the network. Um, you know, there's a there's a I guess when you see the statistics on the the rate at which women are killed by men, um, then it, it, it can be paralyzing. You can think this this is too big a problem that I couldn't ever do anything about it. Um, and so instead of instead of that despair fueling paralysis we want that despair to fuel action <laughs> i guess you know that that um mm. w when you when you when you feel like that that you've got That's a network well to seen. go to um so so yeah G gary um has been part of the so we, we the first thing we've started to do is um w the blue mountains women's health and resource center have um very generously and skillfully put together a, a training program based on the um uh, strategies put forward by Our Watch, which is an organization of uh, a primary prevention organization, so that you can look at their website and it's got resources um, for how you can um, um, take responsibility as a man sure. for speaking out against domestic violence and links to organizations you can go to if you're using violence um, as well. So um, they, they have, the, the Blue Mountains Women's Health and Resource Center have been delivering or have started to deliver this training to to, to Gary myself and a, and a bunch of men that yeah. are just looking to learn a little bit more as well about things that we can do and mm. so that's the, the next three months we're doing that and then then we're going to look as a network at what practically we can do um, in the mountains or, yeah yeah, yeah sure. where we need to where we that's need to fair, do some work awesome. and we'll stay in contact with um, with the service sector and with the Blue Mountains okay. women's uh, women's services oh, wow. network and they can guide the work, I guess, to a certain extent that's as well. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we're with uh, our guest, uh, Chris Smith, and of course, psychotherapist Bodie Mars, and we're going to go to uh, just a couple of ads and a song as we, as we do. Um, of course, I uh, invite people if you've got any questions um, uh, for the topic today, and it is quite a good discussion. I do. Uh, 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 encourage people to come forward, be it men, women, any, any, anyone listening today, to, to text me perhaps a question you may have uh, for either Bodhi or, or for Chris. Um, my number is 0404 That's 0404 It's uh, 25 uh, to 12 and uh, you're with the Men's Mental Health Show. Uh, welcome back, everyone. We seem to have a, a couple of issues today on... Uh, I've uh, look to be completely honest with you guys. I've um, I've not had a lot of sleep. I've, uh, as you know, I, I, I sometimes I um, I have some issues with pain, and uh, only having a couple of hours sleep, I feel a little bit off my game. But um, anyway, we're back, um, and we've got uh, a terrific guest with us today, and uh, Chris Smith uh, from Belong, and we're talking about uh, the topic of domestic violence. Um, I want to sort of uh, leave it to you guys because I heard what you guys were discussing, um, but perhaps uh, you know somebody's texted in about some of the underlying patterns that uh, are being developed. Uh, you mean the info that? Um, sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Come uh, on. You yeah. you mean that um, that might lead to someone um, yeah, using violence? On. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. Um, well, I guess, I mean, you, you, um, you generously gave your story earlier that spoke to some of those things. If, if, you, um, if, if violence has been around you and has been your, um, your experience, cultu your culturally appropriate experience. You know, I, I grew up in a, in a community in Nottingham in England um, and I, I was in a community where I, I would walk around the corner from my house and I would have like gangs of boys that wanted to hurt me for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the, I never found, I never asked them. I just ran away. But um, yeah, he's I never. He's a good looking rooster. I can't say why. Maybe it's because he's a good looking fella. That's, uh, <laughs> um, good enough reason as any, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know. But um, but yeah, you, you kind of grow up in an, in, a, in, an, in an atmosphere, I guess, of like, this is the way that men express themselves. You know, th this is how, um, this is how you deal with your, anger or frustration when it comes up um and without alternative avenues for doing that it becomes very difficult for you to make a choice that is different you know like you um i don't I, yeah what, what would you what would you say Bodhi? Would, would oh, no, absolutely i think I, it is such a, a challenge isn't it in this time, day and mm -hmm. age to um push against old patterns of male behaviour as an expectation. So the man box idea of sort of, you've got to be tough, um, you've got to be the breadwinner, um, you've got to have lots of sexual partners, you've got to be in control of yourself, you can't ever be vulnerable. Um, um, that if someone's actually dissing you, uh, um, you've got to take a stand uh, against that, um, let them know who's the boss and, and that sort of stuff. So that we've sort of been, um, you know, still powerfully influenced by um, old patterns of what constitutes good male behaviour, um, and uh, it, 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 we're trying to push against that to actually sort of explore um, um, the f other qualities that could also be part of the male story, and to overpower, to sort of start to marginalise the old sort of models of, of what constitutes a good man or a real man and that sort of stuff. So I think we're in this um, very still beginning stages of challenging these old hegemonies, these old um, ideas of masculinity, um, and that and that really is is the work is um, is in a sense challenging or offering other ways of being um, of expressing yourself other than through um, a, a physical response or a verbal or a, an intense verbal response. I think that. Um, um, it will take still some time to actually um, overcome those um, those old sort of masculinities and the, the man box constructions, but I think it, I think we just got to keep challenging that and keep sort of offering other ways of actually uh, of actually managing conflict. I think conflict resolution within schools should be and you know part of the STEM sort of. Uh, um, um, What's the word I'm looking for here? Um, but the, the, we've got to teach our young people um, exactly uh, about conflict resolution so that they are, have, have more skills in, in their kit, in their toolbox, to deal with conflict um, uh, when, when it occurs. So I have no illusions about the challenge of um, creating a new understanding of what it is to, um, to manage oneself in, um, in, the, in the world. But if we if we've lost connection, I mean part of the part of the problem is um, how do we have a discussion of, of what is 
um, you know, what is a good man um, and who leads that um, discussion and, um, um, and how is it reinforced within, within our music, um, you know, within our stories that we tell each other and all that sort of stuff. So this is quite a pr profound realignment or an introduction into new ways of, of existing, of being a man. And, um, you know, we're competing with so many um, uh, 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 society ills, if you like, too. We've got to deal with climate change, we've got to deal with the economy, we've got to deal... <laughs> excuse me. We've got to deal with, um, sort of, you know, so many, many myriad issues, but they're all related. And I think that the more that we look at the intersectionality uh, or, or the way that all these sorts of kind of concerns that we have about existence plays out, um, then we also can see um, um, and forge partnerships in order to actually address this systemic re-education of ourselves as, as against the old model. Um, and that's a big piece of work. It is, it's interesting, and what you were saying then, what jumped into my head was, mm. like, we've kind of lost, con you know, the connection thing is, is, an, is, an important, is an important thing. And I feel like we've lost connection perhaps with um, with some of the values that we we might want to see so uh, if you if you you know i think it, there's some work been done um uh on accountability with men and one of the, one of the i can't remember I, um it was in a webinar that i was uh, attended recently mm -hmm. but i can't remember the name of the organization i apologize um but the work that they were doing was um was doing a lot of work to get men who use violence to to articulate what their values are or what they believe their values should be what, okay. the, what values they want to live to yeah um and it was interesting how using violence didn't you know wasn't some of the things that they were saying it, and, and even power and control wasn't really what mm. they were saying about their value system mm -hmm. um and just just raising awareness of how they would like to live their life um gives you gives you something to aim for and, and, a, and a measure against which you can kind of start to start to see your behavior, mm. you know, rather than, um, um, you know, the protector, the, the, the male protector, like there's a, there's a double side to everything, I think. And, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the, the, um, the power and control thing also has an element of pr protection and yeah, right. yeah. Um, so if you, if you kind of look at the other, I guess the other side of the issue, like, um, you know, the idea that you have to be, independent mm. is perhaps a useful idea if you're um you're looking to survive or you're looking you know like it might it might in some ways be useful um but in in some ways an over um an overemphasis on the idea of independence yes. is, is nonsense because none of us are actually truly independent we're all yeah. interconnected and yeah, yeah, um so so yeah some of the some of the the the, the work around our values our, like mm -hmm. and, and get unearthing that and and where the where the the things that are informing our behavior, is it our values? Is it what we've been told? Is it how we've been damaged in the past? Is it, you know, or what, what is yes. it that we're, we're taking our cue from in, in behaving in a certain way and developing the con our consciousness in that way? Like, you know, and to have a, a gap between the, the immediacy of your feeling mm -hmm. and the response yes. in relation to your feeling. So that, you, you know, what you were saying at the start about badminton, mm -hmm one of the things that you could do if you can create a space there is to say, I feel frustrated, I'm going to go and play badminton. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's, a, that's an appropriate avenue to, it's, it's very difficult and, and I'm, it sounds idealistic, um, but, but I think um, 
yeah, I think there's something to that, that, that you have alternative avenues for expression mm -hmm. of very real feelings, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I yeah. used to, as, yeah. a, as, a, as a kid, I'm sorry, I used to, as a, a kid, I used to let my uh, frustration out, I guess, um, between the ages of 10 and 16 through, through my surfing and then, and then through my music. Um, you know, and it was interesting, you know, I catch up with some of the guys that I, I played music with and I listen to some of those words and those songs and, I, and it certainly takes me back to, to the times of, you know, how we were and how we were feeling. But it's, it's interesting that you say that. Um, you know, you have something that you aspire to as well, as you say, you know, if you want something that you think is, is worth looking up to or someone that is a good role model, then then look towards that person, you mm. know. Um, these are some of the key tools. We, we talk about skills and tools to use as men and, um, you know, these are some, some real crucial things, I think, that we need to... Yeah, and I don't, we don't probably have enough, you know, as, as men, sure. um, we... Uh, well, we're pretty uh, simple, mate. I mean, <laughs> we're not, not as, as sophisticated as, as, uh, as our, uh, our more superior or... <laughs> no, I, no, 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 I'd challenge that because <laughs> sorry, I, th sorry, I, I, I think we are <laughs> complex human beings and I think we've played into an idea that we're basic, you know, you, uh, you feed them, um, give them sex, um, uh, give them a job to do and men are kind of happy. I, I just, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, often you hear that saying that uh, men are only capable of only doing one thing yeah. at, at a time, you know, yeah, as yeah. opposed where women can multitask, I guess, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, but but I think that I think that you know men's feelings are complex um, and as nuanced as Certainly. women's um, uh, uh, capacity for describing what's going on for them. But I I just don't think there's been that much room created for men to have those complex realities or, and nuances um, heard and um, recognised and affirmed and validated. So what goes on in my counselling space? Mm always is the validation of complex um, feelings and an exploration of contradictions. So a man um, yeah. uh, sometimes um, you know, explore, starts to explore their contradictions. On the one hand, I want to be strong. On the other hand, I feel very vulnerable. So how do I manage those competing aspects within myself and, and arrive at a synthesis mm -hmm. and, and a way of being... So challenging the, within yourself. Sorry, but well, yeah. Absolutely. Um, one has to actually explore those um, competing um, uh, aspects within oneself and what, what it is that you're paying attention to. Because in the end, what you, what you pay attention to... Um, becomes your story, becomes your narrative. So, so let's start becoming very interested in what it is that you're paying attention to. And where does that attention come from? Um, how have you trained, have you been trained in some way to, uh, to have that particular focus of attention? I find men often get caught in a loyalty to their dads, even though there's um, a clearly pain within that, within that relationship. Um, so, ha so how to how to explore loyalty um, so that new and more differentiated understandings of what it is to be a man can emerge. Mm. Those conversations are very important to be had and they're very empowering when a man can step away from what, what his father has done and so that interject, that thing of carrying the father and carrying some responsibility to maintain dad's way of being 
um, you know, can be explored um, and, f and the man becomes freed from that obligation to carry on old behaviours. I, so love, I love what you just said yeah. there about training because I think that's something that, you know, sometimes in this area, that we, as men, we've not had the, the landscape named for us when we were younger. The emotional landscape perhaps hasn't been yeah, named or, or, or we've ignored it or whatever the situation yeah. is. Um, and training... Um, is a really relatable way that we can um, we can look at this. Like in every training you ever do, you, there's a tension before you know what the yes. information is that you want. So you're, yes. you're kind of nervous about what what you what you need to know, and am I going to am, am I going to be able to know it? And um, so the the idea that you can train yourself to do something different is uh, with, with the right people with the right support you know with the right, and, and that's the other thing that i forgot to mention before uh, the con connection aspect like mm -hmm. that that um that that men perhaps perhaps struggle with i i hesitate i hesitate to say to make absolute distinctions mm -hmm. between men and women because i think that these things go across anyway um but yeah that, that perhaps traditionally uh, have struggled with that that connection, finding support and asking mm. for support. Yeah, um, oh, I certainly yeah. still struggle myself. I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I, particularly, I, I, I feel both these gentlemen in front of me are so, uh, so much further advanced in, in this topic as, as what I am. And, I, you know, I, um, you know I, I learn more and more and more each time. But uh, it's, it's very, very fascinating to hear you both speak. Um, and to hear you talk about that father aspect, um, you know, I, I speak about that occasionally. I have that myself, um, you know, even even today, still becoming to find that authentic or, uh, you know, who I am, that, that path or that journey is still changing uh, day by day for me. Yeah, and, I, and, and, and I'm, I think... It you shouldn't be under any illusions that 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 is resolved for me or or yeah. really anyone else i don't think you know like um i think it's just ongoing and yeah, <laughs> My, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i have to say that you know yeah. um yeah we're all we're all um you know there's a uh a, a philip larkin poem which i can't recite but it's they you up your yeah, mom yeah. and dad yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Good old, um, good old Philip. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, th I think there's uh, there's truth in that that um, that we're all facing that ongoing struggle, and none of us none of us probably will ever have it properly resolved. But um, yeah, yeah. That, but that's where connection is, you know. Like yeah. I, in the in the in the um, in the human element of of us of us all, you know. Yeah. I think that's where we find connection, yeah. and it's it's often hard to express your humanity as a man and a woman. Yeah. Um, but when you can, you will usually find someone there that's willing to mm. to hold it. You know, mm. to, um, that's what I've found anyway. If you approach mm. someone, they're usually willing to hold it, at least until they can get you the support that you need from either on a professional level or from someone that they've, you yeah. know, is more comfortable with it. Yeah. yeah. The, um, we'll, we'll just go, uh, go to another break in just a moment, but uh, it's quite a terrific Facebook page you've got. It's uh, Belong, Big Mountains, Belong. Uh, so there's three, there's three neighbourhood centres. So, the, yeah, Belong Blue Mountains is across Lower Mountains, Mid Mountains and Katoomba. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And, and tell us the, uh, the website as well um, and, and the Facebook page predominantly because the, the, the Belong itself is, oh, my goodness, is, it covers so many... Um, uh, I mean, you're looking at, uh, you know, health across the entire schedule of, you know, palliative care to 
um, you know, the whole lot. So That's right. What, what's the website? That uh, I think the website is um, www.belongbm.org.au. Um, you, but you, if you Google Belong Blue Mountains, you'll 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 come up with it. And um, also that I can't I can't remember. It must be Facebook Belong Blue Mountains, and then Katoomba or Lower Mountains or Mid Mountains. I had there's three uh, Facebook pages at this stage. I think they're planning on aligning on under one. Together. Yeah. Yep. We're with um, uh, Chris Smith, um, of course, from Belong, and of course, uh, um, psychotherapist Bodie Marson, uh, 0424-416-969. I've got that one off, off my heart. Yeah, it's in my I'm, I'm impressed. I've got that one off. It's better than my own Speed number. dial, yeah. <laughs> so that's Bodie Marson, of course. Bodie's in Wentworth Falls. Uh, two terrific gentlemen uh, with us today on the Men's Mental Health Show. Um, welcome back, uh, everyone, to the uh, to the Men's Mental Health Show. It's Chris's uh, first time on the show, and I've got to say, mate, you're an absolute natural. <laughs> Poor guys come on, and <laughs> we've got this lead that uh, it seems to buzz all the time. I don't know if this happens for other... I'm sure it does, but he's come on, he's, he has to hold the microphone up. I should be giving you that one, Bodes, or at least to me, and... Uh, but anyway, um, it oh reminds my. me, you know, when you used to have to hold the aerial up to get the reception oh, yeah, on the TV. I, yeah. <laughs> but I, I had uh, a little bed sitter that I moved into when I was fourteen, and I had. I remember the greatest thing I had was a TV, but the rabbit ears, you know, was um, and and you know, I used to love watching my cricket, and then uh, of course they'd always just fade out for some reason, <laughs> just as uh, you know, Lily was coming in or. <laughs> I'm sorry, many years now, aren't I? You know, well, it wasn't Lily back then. I think it was more, you know, I don't know, Michael Holding or someone. But Malcolm Marshall, I used to love the West Indian side. But we're back here uh, with uh, my guests, uh, well, uh, Bodie Marsden, psychotherapist, and, and Chris Smith. Um, you guys, I'll, I'll just let you continue on with what you were, you were talking about before. It's, um, it's quite fascinating just to hear you both speak. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I think... Uh, um, Chris, you were talking about asking for help, and I, I think that, that um, this is absolutely um, spot on. There's an idea that there are no resources for men out there. Um, look, I think there's a lot of goodwill um, increasingly for men who are struggling with uh, domestic violence or struggling with confusion or uncertainty in their lives. And I think men have to um, start sort of looking, um, you know, seeking help, um, resourcing themselves. Um, there, are, there are services out there. And I'm really encouraging men, you know, if, if you're not travelling that well, uh, seek help. Don't go into that man box where you're obliged to actually sort out your own stuff, hide in the cave and sort of try and nut it out for yourself. Um, the number of men who come and sit with me and start to open up, uh, they, they always say after the third or fourth session, I'm so glad I came here and allowed myself to actually say I'm not travelling that well. Because the more that we talk, the, the, the more I feel relieved to be able to open, confess to or open up to the challenges of my existence, to know that in some areas I have no idea what to do in, the, in a particular situation. I've just lashed out and, um, um, and uh, they, they start to warm up within themselves again and they start to be able to find their voice and talk. So please reach out. The, sec the second thing I, I, I want to say is <clears throat> um, this idea of cultivating space. If you don't know, that's the best place you can come from. Don't, don't operate as if you have to be a doer and actually throw your weight around. 
um, or, um, or that you need to come up with something, take some time to step back so that we aren't all doers, we, are, we can sit in confusion, we can sit in uncertainty, um, and in that can cultivate a stillness within ourselves that then would lead to more productive responses to the challenges that we find ourselves in. So creating space, taking a walk, bringing down the arousal energy, all that sort of stuff is meaningful and good actions to take. The other thing I want to say to, say to guys, I know most guys actually do love their children. Um, I know there's some men um, that have acted heinously, heinously to their children, have injured them. I mean, that does exist. So I'm, not, not under my, I'm not saying that that doesn't exist, but there's a lot of men who genuinely want to do the right thing by their children. And I'm saying to you <coughs> um, that um, hold your children in your heart while you're doing the responsibility work, taking responsibility for the actions that you have taken and looking for new answers. Because your children, that's a gift to them when you start to step away from old patterns of behaviour and step in, into um, accommodation and exploration. Your children will love you for that. And that, and that is our legacy. We want to leave a legacy, um, you know, uh, start doing different things. Um, and your children, when, you know, when things are getting difficult in the house and there's a lot of shouting and banging and doors, I tell you, um, your children are, are, are affected by every little stuff that goes on and they're affected in a way that actually increases their anxiety. So do them a favour um, also and start to reach out and seek out help and resource yourself to actually develop a more competent and more resourceful way of being in this world. Men sometimes, um, their voice disappears on them. They don't have the words. And I think that um, is also a, a legacy of the John Wayne sort of kind of monument to uh, masculinity, that you hop on your horse and ride away. Well, it's such an inadequate response in a modern world. And I think you know, equipping men to find their voice um, um, and a voice that is caring and um, supportive and emotionally connected to their partner and to their children and to themselves is a great gift to, uh, to our humanity. So bring yourselves in. Um, and I love it when men are starting to um, sit in that place of a jet, more gentle sense of themselves um, and a more empowered sense of themselves. Um, um, they, uh, they start to give off a lovely smell, a lovely sense of themselves. So men, do yourselves a favour. Step out of the man box and move into a much broader um, understanding of, of who you are um, and who you are becoming. I, I, I had those, a lot of those things with my kids. I found I was frustrated a lot, um, I guess, through those uh, years of nine and 10 with my daughter, uh, continually coming out of the bedroom, even up to 11, 11.30 at night, and, and I'd get to the seventh or eighth time, and, with, and I'd say, look, next time I'm gonna raise my voice, when really, the answer was love. It was more kindness. And, and what I thought was kindness and saying, sweetheart, you need to go to bed or, 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 or joining her in the room and reading a book mm -hmm. um, was just simply going back and maybe reading another couple of pages. It's really just giving, it's, you know, we, I talk about it quite often when, when my kids were younger, um, I was very fortunate 
uh, with both my children that I said they didn't have tantrums. But it was because I, I firmly believe the amount of love that you give. We, we heard that Shannon Nevin come on mm -hmm. and talk about that. I've mentioned them a number of times, but it's fascinating to hear you say that. Those, uh, you know, to, to get to that space of, of kindness and, and really step yeah. outside that comfort zone. Well, not so much comfort zone, but to sit even with yourself in calmness. Yeah. I think, sorry, um, the, 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 um, if we, the, the, I think the Buddha had a saying to understand all is to forgive all, you know, and just relating to that, um, the Good. story that you've just given, if you can find your way to understanding why the child is coming out, that it's not, it's not to upset you, you know, like, and, and I, I've, I go, I've been through this, my, I've got young children at the moment. I'm, I go, I go through this, um, where I, where I think it comes to that they're taking something from me, you know, they're taking time from, they're stealing time from me, not time for me to relax. Missing and out on your show. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the, the, yeah, the, 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 the lovely thing to try and do is to is to see it as a seeking for you they're coming to you for comfort for something for you know for something that you've got and the fact that they're coming to you is an indication that they feel that you can give it to you otherwise they wouldn't bother you know it's yeah. it's um it's and how we respond to that how we how we respond to and even if we can't respond to it in the moment if we don't have the resources within us to respond positively in the moment mm -hmm. when we can to go back and do it then you yeah. know to go back and say oh look this that yeah. was wrong i'm sorry about yeah. that this is how i felt then uh, you know they, they they do tend to understand you're human sure. <laughs> yeah that's, that's very well put isn't that right you know, yeah yeah no, to, absolutely to, to say to your kids i'm wrong you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know dad yeah. gets things wrong yeah, yeah yeah i do that daily yeah well i i, I, I look I, I i i do with uh with my partner i do yeah. i love it uh <clears throat> i need to do that more with my kids my daughter particularly have a terrific relationship with my son but uh you know I'd, i cut off my left arm to rebuild that and to hear you guys speak i'm learning so much just sitting here and i think so many men will you know from hearing back the podcasts and and those that are tuning in um and uh you know i, I encourage anyone listening to this there's just just so much here that i'm getting forward this on what you what you're hearing this podcast today is a terrific podcast to forward that on to to you might have someone that uh, you know that you, you you see as a father or a marriage or a, a, you know a dad, mum that's not seeing her kids or a dad's not it's Father's Day this weekend. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and Good Happy point. Father's Day to all the dads coming up. Mm. I'm going down. I'm having a three generation. Um, I really look forward to having my father and and my son. I, you know, together. Mm. It's, it, it's really probably been half a dozen times, but, and that's really been over over the last 12 months. And, and they, gang, they gang up on me, my old man and, <laughs> and my son. And they're, they're, I'll tell you what, they're really, they're, they're very clever. I got surprised. Uh, I went down to see my old man and he brought my son down the last time. It was just a beautiful thing. But, you know, those, those random acts of kindness, uh, you, know, they, you know, they're never enough. You know, no, and I think what Bodhi said earlier about the uh, giving a, giving a gift to your to your children that 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 um, that you know when you get something wrong, the admit you, you can give that as a gift. Like you can you can that can be a gift that you that you give, and you know my, it's, it sounds a bit um, 
fundamental or basic, but my son comes home with this idea from preschool of the buckets. Like they've, you've got, you've got yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, yeah. it's really interesting. It's off, yeah, it's well, amazing. Sales, sales coach. You've <laughs> you got to fill your bucket, Bradley. If you want to feel good today, you've got to put the big rocks in. Yeah. And it's, it's a really simple, simple thing, but I guess simple's good a lot of the time. It and um, yeah, if you think that everyone's got two buckets that you're putting something in, you're Isn't putting something into there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just goes to show that, you know, it, it has no barriers, all ages, you know, like the, the things like that are just it's beautiful. So thank you to Possum Preschool for that. Oh, is it Possum? <laughs> 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 yeah, so like I want to say, um, if I give the illusion that I've sort of... Uh, you know, understood all this, um, you know, it's only last week and I'm now 70, 70 and a half um, that, I've, that, that <laughs> I've worked out anything. Um, but, uh, you know, um, or I think we are works in progress, um, um, but we have to take responsibility for the things that we do get wrong and um, to be able to be genuinely remorseful, um, you know, I think is a profound act of uh, relinquishing uh, this idea that um, I'm entitled to, to have been outraged or that sort of stuff. I think we've got to, f uh, in our languaging, um, you know, speak more and more about remorse, uh, take it out of the religious sort of kind of um, um, shaping that we're, all of us probably have received and see it as a genuine uh, um, ethical uh, requirement for genuine relationships mm. um, and, um, you know, taking responsibility being remorseful, restoring um, uh, uh, new connections, um, you know, all the hallmarks of um, intelligent and adaptive sort of behaviour. And it's not, a, it's not necessarily morality. I think it's a, it's a genuine human occupation to take responsibility, to, take, to accept remorse, um, to, uh, uh, to express sorrow. Um, and to actually under, undertake a new new behaviours, um, and we can be called on that too. That um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to act differently. Well, then your family's entitled to say, "Well, Dad, you're on show. Mm. Um, you know, you know, um, you know, we're going to hold you to this." Um, and yeah, we'll fall over. Mm. Um, uh, um, but I, I think I guess what we're all looking for is over time is that we become far more skillful in our relationships. Um, so that respect and uh, forgiveness coexist as very real aspects of, of, of human relating. Can I give a, a, an example? I, I actually shared something the other week. And I, 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 um, at the time, I thought what I was doing was right. And I just want to share with how wrong what I did was. Okay, so... I actually, I pulled into a car park. I think I may have shared this with you, Bodes. Yeah, yeah. So I was with my son and I pulled into a car park um, and my son wanted to go skateboarding. Um, and uh, so anyway, uh, it, this car was on the left. Um, kids got out on the right-hand side, no indicator on. And I, I, I went past this car and it was 14, 15 car spaces further up. Um, and, and, and as soon as I got up there, uh, father and son came out. Um, what I didn't realise at the time was that I had this lady come immediately over. It wasn't the lady from the car behind. And she banged on my window and was, it, it, I, it was, I felt it was an attack. I mean, her tone was, it wasn't pleasant, 
but at the same time, I guess, she felt that her friend was waiting and, and had that cast. And I said to her, and I'm going to share this with you, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, uh, listeners, and this is what I said. I had my son in the car. This is how wrong of, of what I said to her was. And, and she said to me, she said, um, uh, do you really think you're going to take that car space? And, and I said, well, uh, I beg your pardon. She said, do you think you're going to take that car space? And the gentleman thing would be to do would be to give her the car space. And, and I thought that she wasn't being very ladylike the way she spoke to me. And, and I said, well, look, how am I meant to know if, if she's wanting this car space? She's 15 car spaces back. I said, she doesn't have an indicator on. She's out near the exit. Um, and and, um, and, and uh, uh, so immediately I thought, if she was pleasant, I would have given her the spot. And I mean that. And I'm, I'm, I am, uh, I'm always, uh, I never block interceptions. I'm very, uh, I often find myself uh, uh, very kind, generally. And uh, I, I stood away and, and I just had this thing that the way that this lady was talking to me, that there was this moment where I, I felt my son was next to me. I didn't want my son to hear not just a lady, but anybody talk to the dad like that. That's the truth. Now, the easiest thing w was what I did. I, that's what I think. That's, that's what I felt was the easiest thing, really. Where the hardest thing and the kindest thing would have been to step back, as you just mentioned a moment ago, sit calmly and say, hey man, this... 50 other spaces, where are you going? You can just sit in your car, he's gonna be in the skate park, give the car space. Stay away from the, you know, from the, from the whole situation. But I didn't. And, and, and so it went a, a, a good 10 to 12 days and, and I brought it up with my son and I said, I wanna say something. Remember we, 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 the other day, and it was last week actually, I said, you know, the other day, I just want to say that what I did was wrong, mate. You know, I, I think that, you know, at the time when I said to you that your dad normally would give that spot, you know, but I just want to say what I did was wrong. And, and he was immediately forgiving. Dad, Dad, it's fine, you know. He's, he's 13. He's like, mm. Dad, Dad, it's fine. I don't, don't want to worry about it. But these are little areas that, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, as a person, to, to work on and, and improve. But... You know, as I said, just at that time, I think uh, uh, this is really fitting to what we're talking about um, as that sense of, I guess, under that topic of entitlement, I guess. Yeah, and, uh, right? and I think entitlement, but also, you know, that territorial sort of behaviour um, and that idea of fairness, you know, that men, men love, you know, things have got to be fair. So you, 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 you've got to be kind to me if I'm going to be kind to you and that sort of stuff and that and, yeah. and I think it's very subtle what you're talking about but you're reviewing um, the old triggers or activations um, and actually sort of saying well in the scheme of things what would give me more satisfaction or more pleasure or um, would be a more powerful teaching um, other than sort of staying in the old territorial sort of kind of model I was searching for my own self-pleasure, but also at the same time, I was, I, I was at a cross, I was at a conflict with my son or, or with myself. Yes. And, 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 you know, I left and I drove all the way back from the northern beaches thinking 
mm. okay. of that. That yeah. is the, the entire trip. So that entire hour, 45 minutes, I thought of that. I actually called a couple of people and, and spoke of it. I remember talking to you mm -hmm, about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. I, and I'm searching. I'm searching for what would you do. Mm -hmm. So and, and over that two-week period between talking to my son, I've asked a lot of what would you do? You know. yeah, in that yeah. moment or, yeah. or after because yeah. I think any of us can say in that moment right yeah yeah that's tough to know that's tough to know yeah. because everyone um I, I'm certainly you know I could give you all sorts of advice but yeah. I, I wouldn't be true because I've done similar things mm. so you know um there's only the yeah I guess there's only the ongoing the ongoing day to day, that moment moment by moment understanding of 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 something i guess and 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 this is the contradictions that bodhi talked about like how do you feel frustrated upset shamed and then and then act with love like how do you how do you hold those two things at the same time mm -hmm. you know I, I think um that's very very difficult and you, yeah, I, I don't know anyone that could tell you what you should have done, other than to say you seem to have developed a knowledge. Yeah, but but, but I think the pleasure that I was referring to is, is the pleasure of of transforming the situation and come um, and you feeling pleased by not falling back into an old mm. sort of pattern or an old yeah 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 or or, 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 or an old script of uh, you know. I've got to hold my space here. Um, I, th I think that gives you a great, great freedom then to actually s um, step away from um, the usual same old, same old um, into a new dispensation. And I think that's, that's your freedom and that's your becoming. And that can help yeah, you forgive. Yeah. Awareness, yeah, awareness, yeah, yeah, awareness yeah, can help you forgive yeah. yourself, it's I think. It's your becoming. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. And, and you know, I, sorry, I, no, no, I had Jeremy actually on the show. And it's, it's perfect. Yeah. It's my becoming. Yeah. But I think I've got to work on that in that moment myself. So I think I've got to just sort of say, first of all, hey, the right thing myself, and then realise, hey, my son's here as well. But I think it, it's, it's not falling back into those old patterns eight, nine, Ten years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So the Thank, thing, you. And the, Thank the, you, both of you. There's a thing that, like, th that I don't want. Like, I, th I think about it in terms of what I don't want for my children. In, in my experience, like what my experience has been and what I wouldn't want them to go through. So my experience has been a lot of shame in, in, my, in my younger days and um, a lot of acting out of shame and then heaping more shame on the action that I've done. So there's not an awful lot you can do if you do something wrong to change it other than to apologise and, you know, hopefully, hopefully they, that's taken lovingly and with forgiveness and you can forgive yourself um but what you can i guess do try and do something about is the shame that you heap on top of that yeah. <laughs> and mm -hmm. so i always you know I, and and by 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 even even if your son doesn't uh, even if he's like yeah that's fine dad uh, don't worry the fact that you've taken the step to say look this was wrong does you know um i think that's that's an indication of how i would like to behave so that he doesn't see you self-hating and he doesn't self-hate because of that, you know. that that shame i tend to self-hate mm. and judgment yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. then and yeah. then of course what comes behind that is that deep sadness mm -hmm. that mm. well for me certainly and i think you know i think that's fair to say for for many men 
that, that once you're dealing with that, that shame or you're, or you're hard upon yourself, or particularly if your son's there like that, and we're talking about that, and if we are to address that as men, I don't know, you know, that's certainly what I do, but I, I think sometimes I, I can also too be a little bit hard on myself, which I need to perhaps be kinder in that moment, as you say, as well. And speak it like that. This it's, is a thing, like there's a researcher, Brene Brown, who, mm. who does a lot of work into shame, and she says shame needs to be spoken. Mm. Like you need to, mm. you need mm. to talk. So the fact that you called, you called people, whatever, like that's, you know. I think what we're yeah. doing right now yeah. is, is really yeah. what, it's a perfect example of, of things that men should could be discussing and talking about, you know, be it over a beer or, or be it kicking that soccer ball around or, and then, you know, talking about your own experiences with your own sons or mm. with your own fathers, you know. I, I think um, the one thing that I've become, when you talk about, you know, well, I've, I've had many issues, I guess, with my father. I've noticed the change in my father, particularly softening over the last five years. Mm. And, you know, that, that's, uh, that's, that's quite an interesting thing too. So, yeah, I think these are great things to be discussing. Um, yeah. To becoming yeah. better men. It's yeah. mm. fantastic. Mm. Mm. Thanks. Mm. Yeah. I was, uh, had a client this morning on Zoom and um, he, um, his, his ex-partner um, um, sent a photo saying we were happy here once. Um, and, you know, they've been separated now for about nine months. There was no um, domestic issues um, in there. It was just an end, a, a relationship come to an end. They were in their 60s. Um, and he, what he said was really interesting, that when he, when he spied the photo, um, he wrote a long reply back. Um, so he went deep into his own feeling response. Um, and then he, delete, he deleted it. He deleted the text. And he sent something um, a lot more perfunctory and short and that sort of stuff. So we were exploring um, in the sort of time spent that we were spending together um, what, where he was coming from in terms of actually the heartfelt response and then um, pruning it down um, as a head response because he didn't want to give um, impressions or reveal too much and he's still coming from some hurt at the ending of the relationship and so he's protecting himself, but at what co cost? Um, and and th that is a very interesting sort of thing for this man to consider because a lot of his history has been um, hurt by other people's actions and so he's highly armoured. Um, um, but what, what we were exploring was what if he gave himself greater freedom to actually come from the heart and the head um, as a synthesis rather than from automatically turning off the heart response um, and coming from the head response or from what could be described as um, uh, you know, the rationalisations that take we... Take the armour off. Yeah, but you know, of course, uh, take your armour off. And that, um, and you know, I think um, what he come to is he said he said she was always looking for my heart, and she knew it was there, um, but I clung to my armour because that's my training, that's my that's my man box. Yeah. So the man box idea is a very powerful um, um, a notion of how we how we protect ourselves from life's slings and slings and arrows. But the old problem is, is that when we put on armour as an adaptation to protect ourselves from hurt, if you carry it for too long, it becomes maladaptive. You've got to drop the armour at some point in your life. Otherwise, you're frozen in time. 
exactly. You know, I think that's that's perfect. I, t I talk about that. Remember about my or anger with that war, that steel war. That was my reflection. That was yep. my way of not having to come to to deal with certain things. I would I would reflect with that. Yep. Whereas now I don't. I, I, I mean, it's, it, look, I still get angry, I've got to say that, but it's very rarely, I, as opposed to certainly those times. Whereas now, I, 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 that war's gone, really, it is. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I just truly like to deal with the issues, just such as we've spoken about now. You mm. know. I think you help other people by doing, you know, like by, by doing that. I think that often we are, we are social creatures and we often want to do the things that, people people around us are doing um and if people around us aren't doing what you've what you've done today and what you're what you what you're doing then the the the, the chances that other people are going to spontaneously start to do it are, are not there so in terms of men the the the, the leadership in it, that we can that we can show is by doing this stuff ourselves you know not yeah. just by saying this is what men should do but actually by engaging in this kind of practice ourselves and Perfect. that that's that's uh, the best kind of leadership, I think, often is yes, uh, example. That, that first thing I think you, you mentioned today, <laughs> and that comes back to, and then you feel that sense of self-empowerment, yeah. you know, that, yeah. which is that self-love, that, mm. you know, that gratitude. It uh, gets those endorphins going. Mm. I've broken something on the screen. <laughs> Boys, it's been, a, it's been a terrific show. I've, I've got to say, this, uh, I, I really appreciate you coming on, Chris. Um, Thank we've you. opened a lot of doors, I guess, um, uh, that perhaps we haven't really gone into. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, the both of you, I really appreciate what you've done. I've learned a lot. I'm taking a lot away from today. Um, I'll get Claire to put uh, a lot of this information up on uh, on the on the men's mental health show dot uh, com website um, uh, and also too on the Facebook page. Uh, feel free to add anything to that as well yourself. Um, of course, uh, uh, Bodie Marsden, uh, psychotherapist, located at Wentworth Falls, o four two four four one six nine two four. No, four. Come on, Bo, tell me. <laughs> All right, okay. 0424 416 969. You've called it out. I've been, uh, I've been flawless until then, really. Not. Yeah, yeah. Um, Guys, you want to add anything first of all, Bo? Uh, well, um, welcome, Chris, and uh, hopefully we'll see we'll see much more of you, uh, particularly as events coming up um, that that can be promoted on the on the radio show and in the men's mental health um, show. The more uh, partnerships that are forged and opportunities to actually take up issues as they um, become um, understood and or highlighted in our community, I think we need forums. So, uh, you, uh, please, I'd love to see more of you. Yeah, great, and thank you for this. Like, uh, it's very rare, I think, you know, uh, still in 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 our society that that this sort of thing happens, at least in the in the media and things like that. So, I uh, thank you for this space, and um, and uh, yeah, you've you've at least got uh, one new one new listener today. So, yeah. <laughs> well, 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 I think it's a terrific opportunity as well. If you if you want to use this platform to to put across groups or. <laughs> Um, some things, you know, oh, I'll certainly get involved. I know some other men that, that may be interested. There's a very funny movie called Mad Bastards. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, no, very funny movie. And there's this marvellous um, you know, reflection on, on anger and, and, and violence and all that sort of stuff and relationships. And the local cop, who's a big, burly Aboriginal man, um, decides that he's going to, uh, to, to get a group up, you know, and start getting the conversation happening. And um, so he, he, he offers debate, which is a space and um, sangers, you know, sausages cooked in the barbie. And, um, and so he cooks up and his, and his missus helps out and, and, um, and then the men gather, um, but there's nothing happening. There's no words, you know. So the old, the old cop goes, um, well, boys, um, you know, uh, let's do this again. Um, and, um, and so they do it again and the same thing, you know, everybody's just sitting around there, no words. It transforms because he's got a bit of an issue happening in his own life and he starts to open up about what's going on in his life with his children and grandchildren and how worried he is about it. And the whole group visibly relaxes as he starts to open up the talk. And you have a sense that the group has finally started to do some work. Um, it's a fantastic movie because it, 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 it explores the th themes we've been talking about and it's got a great soundtrack. Um, Pig Run uh, Brothers, isn't it? Like, uh, like, you, you, you told me about this movie four years ago or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I went and watched it and, uh, and it is a beautiful, it's a beautiful yeah, film. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, beautiful yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I remember seeing it some time ago. I might have to uh, revisit, revisit it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Pig Brothers. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. to put that up as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that uh, goes after my name sometimes. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've actually, I'm authenticated. I've got a certificate <laughs> that says I'm a mad bastard. <laughs> um, look, um, a massive uh, thanks, Chris. It's, it's Thank been you. an absolute pleasure. You talk uh, uh, very, uh, you know, authentically. I think um, you're, you're very genuine. Um, I'd love you to come back. Um, maybe we can do this again in a month or six weeks' time. Yeah, great. Anytime, um, yeah. Yep. And we can do this, uh, you know, at least four or five times a year. I think it, uh, it's only going to be beneficial uh, for both men and, and for women. And, and I think for kids um, and, and granddads and, and for everyone, really. Um, um, I've, I've learned a lot and, and bodes. I've, I always walk away like I've, I've I've had therapy. To be honest with you, it's a it's a it's a very very uh, beneficial thing to have you here. Thank um, you. you know, uh, we're very fortunate to have you, mate, and to have you on every week. Uh, you know, I, I I can't thank you enough. No worries. All right, thank you. Uh, All right, we'll see you next week, same time at eleven a.m. And uh, thanks, thanks, guys. Uh, it's Brad Spillane checking off with the Men's Mental Health Show. Thank you.